Hey guys, before the start of today's episode, we've got two quick requests. Can we please ask that you subscribe and share the podcast to get the word out? We'd really, really appreciate it. So whether you're on Spotify, Podbean or Apple, just get the word out there and give us some feedback. We're also on Instagram now at GrayLuntersAU. Please follow us. We're going to be sharing behind the scenes footage and laughs from the making of the episodes. Thanks everyone. Hello and welcome to episode two. It has been a good two weeks. We've been busy. Um, everybody came back for the second one, so that's good. Super. Welcome, welcome back, Ben. And Thank you, Mike. Ben and Mike. Uh, <laughs> Mike is already scared because uh, he knows what's happening in this episode. We, we hit our target, everyone. We hit our target. Did we hit so. our target or exceed our target? Oh, we exceeded our target. I don't know if that means we have to up the end. I do want to touch that. base on exceeding targets, though. Like, I'm pretty much, what, admin of Grey Hunters now. <laughs> Self-appointed. <laughs> Self-appointed. Uh, so that was meant to be, what, 20 likes to become moderator, yeah. and I it hit 39 before I deleted oh. it. So that's pretty much 40, and if we can, like, put every laughing one as two likes, that's like 48, which is almost 50, I'm good at maths, uh, I'm admin now, so no. I mean, now... No, never you can fuck off. You, you, can, you, can, you can now refer to me as never. Thanks for taking the first 12 minutes of the podcast to tell us you can do maths. <laughs> But, but it really good. said that, it was, it was kind of like, as far as comments go, there's pretty much dead air space there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're overestimating the, the weight of a light. I'm like, do you know what, if I know something about mm, Point Cook, like, if I know something about Point Cook and the traffic we're in, mm. like, it's the people who drive slow past the car crash. Mm. The gifts. Is that what you're saying about the Grail Hunters page? Yes. The people that commented are rubberneckers that cause more accidents? Well, you heard that here first. Your illustrious leader has now said that. Fucking rubberneckers. <laughs> Stop plugging my newsfeed. You're all just mouth readers. Oh. Yes, but well, anyway, for my views of the year, we have exceeded our targets, so... Um, yeah, We're look, going to be inflicting some intestinal distress on him later on in the episode. Yeah, and, and definitely, thanks so much. I mean, uh, you know what? I didn't know what to expect. We were joking about four listeners, mm. and we are in the hundreds, literally in, in not just over 100, but in the hundreds, like 200 and something, 300 something at the moment, and we've got 50 subscribers across different platforms, which is amazing okay. and really bad news for your anus. <laughs> I just have to just say that, you know, I applaud your effort of making 50 different email accounts. <laughs> He's just got it on loop on Spotify. But it's a playlist with it 20 times on loop. I outsourced it. I've got 80 people in a third world country just listening and liking. That episode of South Park where they get yes, the Mexicans yes, to write the yes, essays. Yeah, yes, yes. No, man, no, it's good. It's good. I'm, I'm really happy with it and I'm really happy with the feedback too. And um, as you guys can attest to, the fact that people didn't hate us personally is the best part. I know the audio is the audio and the, the, the things that we could work on and fix is yeah. things that we worked on and fixed and that's yeah. great yeah. Um, and yeah. hopefully we keep getting better at it yes yeah. um, we've got a new mixer board new mics new everything one well, one mic new mics <laughs> <laughs> the same mic <laughs> uh, but yeah so so you know live and learn and um, look forward to having video and uh, live streaming and everything else in our future so it's good it's good but they said that you haven't made it until someone hates you. So, I mean, like, can you guys get on that? Yeah, I made it before episode one, my friend. I'm blocked on Twitter for various reasons. Why am I blocked, Dan Slot? Ah, so what's the, the plan is today? I think we're, um, we have a little bit of a chat and then um, maybe hit the road even. Yeah, for sure, man. I think... Um, it's episode two, so obviously we cut our teeth the first one. Um, we've got a few plans with a uh, Melbourne, Melbourne catch-up, which is going to be fun too. I hope some of them show up early and start drinking because we already have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I don't want to be there and be streets ahead with alcohol in our system. Um, but yeah, hey, that's good. That's good. It was a bit of a worry when you greeted me at the door with an IPA. Like, I was like oh, it's going to be one of those days. And you know what? We did say we're going to review a beer, and I thought that the stomping ground was good in the spirit of November too. So I thought I'd get the stomping ground IPA because yeah. they, they um, do the November sponsorship and appear on taps throughout the month. And um, yeah, I just buy them up as I go. It's a good beer. Uh, I really enjoy and it. And a good cause too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good cause. Boop, boop. Yep. Um, so... First question, right? My favorite one was really, what is your most, your most favorite non-comic collectible? 
Uh, and I'm going to do spin the floor here because I think all your picks are all non <laughs> So you're going to pick one at oh, least, right? We're yeah. bringing back the beige. Yeah. <laughs> the beige. That's make the beige shine. Yeah, for all the reasons that we talked about last week, you know, how does how does something appeal to you? Um, my fa- I've got I've got like twenty. You're doing your top twenty-five at the moment. I could probably do my top twenty-five with non-comic collections. Yeah. But uh, the one I love the most is probably my 1979 18-inch Kenner Alien. So, yeah, it's an original um, Xenomorph. And it was funny, the story behind it. What's the size of it? 18 inches. 18 inches? Yes, exactly. So it's not the packaging that's 18 inches? No, no, it's the actual actual doll itself. Um, And uh, I had this when I was a kid, and it was um, missing its dome on top and missing its right hand. And I ended up giving it to my cousin after he got burnt out in Ash Wednesday. I'm not too sure. Well, your cousin or his toy? No, no, no. His his whole his whole life belongs. Jesus. Everything got got burnt yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And we we went up there. He was in Upper Beaconsfield. Um, shout oh. out to Icky if you ever listen to this. Um, Jesus. And uh, we we gave him a whole bunch of clothes because they had nothing. You know, yeah. and they lost literally everything in the fire. Um, and remembering back to, to those times and, and collecting things that meant something to you when you were. Uh, when you're a kid, but I love the story of the, the, the 79 alien as well. Is that if you remember back to sort of the late 70s, then Kenner um, had gone into partnership obviously with Lucas Films or whatever they were called yeah, at yeah. the time and made a roaring success out yeah, of the movie stuff. Yeah, the Star yeah. Wars franchise in particular really yeah. sort of um, did a lot for them. Um, I'm going to interject here, Mike, just as a warning. I put some of that stuff that Lucas has for me later on my finger and I just wipe my eye now. <laughs> now my right eye hurts. It's You've got to give yourself pink eye. Anyway, uh, I, don't I, thought I, don't just, I thought you just really emotional <laughs> about your collection. No, no, no. There's this this kind of xenomorph is now sitting <laughs> into tears. So, um, anyway, uh, they ended into negotiations with, uh, I don't know, whatever production company had done Ailey at the time. Uh, you know, obviously yeah. looking around. What's the next big movie that we're going to do that's going to make us hold bag by the cash? And they chose Alien. So, yeah, let's do Alien. Not realising a couple of things. One was that it was going to be a rated R film. Yeah. And two, that it was going to scare the living shit out of any little kid that watched it. So these things didn't last on the shelves for very long before they were pulled. So they're... Um, uh, yeah, because the the, the the target market for the toys weren't the target market for the movie. No, yeah, not at all. Complete faux pas. Complete faux pas. So I've got Unlike the neglect from my parents, I watched it when I was four. Yeah. Which is yeah. Great. So, so you yeah. got it, right? So you got yeah. it. Oh, look, when you think back and all of the, the, the irresponsible films that my, my parents took me to, like... Um, I could nothing but thank them. Yeah. <laughs> but there was good times as well, like, like Blade Runner. I remember seeing Blade yeah, Runner yeah. when it first came out in June. And, um, fucking Halloween sequel, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, all that's that's that. um, anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, they lied to me. <laughs> No, so so that's it for me. It's um, unfortunately okay. it's um, it, it's a loose item. It's it's not in its packaging. If it was, it would be worth a hell of a lot more. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, these things, I've got a nasty habit of, of flipping things when you know instead of. Um, but did, are you able to emotionally detach from a flip? Because I think that's the that's the first cause of people not ending up selling shit is because they remember a romance how they got it. Yeah, yeah, I think it really comes down to what's most important to you, whether you're a chaser or a holder. You know? Or paying rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know a lot of it, you know, it's it, it, it's that you, you, know, you, you chase something, you'll find it, um, and then you move on to the next thing that you're chasing. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes that requires you selling something yeah, you chased yeah. before in order to get it. So, um, but, but that's it for me. Um, a couple of other so, so have you got it back yet? Or, or? Yeah, no, 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 no. I gave so it to you, and, and that was gone. Yeah, and then I, I chased another one. I, yeah. I, I bought it from the states. It got to me in one piece, and um, is that in your display case by the pussy? Up on top, because I've got because I think I saw it. Yeah, and that's why I was asking. I was kind of leading with it. Which you got it back, but that's a different one. They're different one. Different yeah. one. That's that's lost to the ages. That one, the, yeah. the original one. It was pretty well played with as well. So this yeah. one, no broken bits. It's got yeah. everything. It's it's very forgiving if it's well played with and damaged. It's a collectible thing if it's you that caused the damage. Oh, absolutely! From the fact that you just purely fucking enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when damage becomes patina. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, And it goes back to when you restore something, it doesn't 
does it actually lose value or lose integrity by trying to bring it back to its original state? Oh, well, that's, you know, it's just a, a whole thing of condition, really, in the first place, because there does reach a point. I think most people do this when you're restoring. They're, they're sort of working out the um, the dollars and cents of it all. Like, yeah. if I put, it's worth this much now, yeah. if I spend this much. That's all right, yeah. yeah. But I, I've done stuff before in the past where it's just for the enjoyment of it, you know, yeah. just the, the, the therapy of, of, of turning back yeah. the clock on. And it's not necessarily going to make it $20 or $50 thing. It's just more just <coughs> of having, having gone through the process. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And you think, yeah. you know, this is this is what it looked like when it was birthed, you know? Yeah. In, um, in the rescue year, yeah, but um, oh, it's cool, man. It's yeah. a cool, cool toy too. I really, I really like those, and they they have that retro feel and the even the box has a retro feel. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Mikey, what do you, what what's yours? Do you have any? <clears throat> yeah, look, I sort of touched on it a little bit last uh, episode, and I won't get into the story behind it. But at the moment, a retro video game. Yeah. I think something about. Yeah, but what's your what's the favorite one? That's uh, the question, right? Not just what what the genre. Probably, look, I'm chasing it, I don't have it, but I know it, you know, playing it up arcades, is I'm trying to get, it's considered Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 on the the first Nintendo, the yeah. NES, mm-hmm. uh, and what it is, it's, it's a direct port of the arcade that everyone played, the four player arcade, oh, yeah, yeah. they called it Ninja Turtles 2, you know, and put it on there, so. What platform was that? Uh, on the NES. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah. it was originally, you know, like a, a, a cab. Yeah. And then they're like, well, we've already got a Ninja Turtles game, and that was really popular. Mm. This game has been really popular. Let's chuck it on there. Yeah. And instead of being four players, like, it's two players, because you can't put more than two players on it. But yeah. I remember, like, well, I'm hoping that Bartronica has it still. Yeah. They, did, they did last time. Yeah, so, I remember playing it as a kid at, like, pool halls, you know, like billions yeah. and stuff like that. So I've been chasing that, but I want a good condition one, you know, like yeah. the label to be on there and not weathered and uh, everything like that. So I've been a bit picky, mm. but it's looking at, you know, $80 upwards. Yeah. Sort of thing, so. It's probably the demise of the, the you know, the um, yeah, the time zones, the arcades, wasn't it? Yeah. When, when but the you, non-corporate ones too, the ones where it's not as flashy where you win tickets and shit. Yeah, well, no, no. Back in back in my day, there, there weren't any ticket machines. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah. no, it was it was pure arcades, pinballs, that yeah. type of stuff. You go there for that, not exactly. for another prize. Nothing yeah. else. You know what I mean? Um, you know, so you've got, and and that's I think that's the only reason that they've stayed is they have to diversify because you can get that same experience, like a a, 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 a no, I'd say a superior experience at home on your PC or on your console yeah. than you get in an arcade. Back in those days, you saw you talk about porting yeah. the difference between um, Ninja Turtles on the LAO cab or something like that, uh, or Konami Machine, would have been that it was a superior game. Like the graphics were better, the playability was better, it had more levels, that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, and it was chunky, eight bit graphics yeah. on your, yeah. your your NES, you know. Um, but now there's 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 no difference that drags yeah. people out. So you, yeah. you don't need to go out to no. experience that. No. No. It's it's like the surround sound Netflix at home versus going to movies, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. You, you can experience it in privacy at home and undies. Yeah. What about you, Neville? What do you collect outside? Man, of I think you you walked around my house, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, everything. You, you collect I collect you. everything that I can find. Yeah, you don't collect. You hoard. So I guess like um, to make it really but, hard but again. For me, yeah. Your favorite. What's yeah. your favorite collectible? Uh, I. You know, since we started, I, I was hoping Ben was just going to fucking continue talking because I narrowed it down to two in, in our discussion. Sorry, you don't get to say both. Oh, you get to say God. one. If uh, your house is burning down you. on Ash Wednesday... <laughs> if you get to like another <laughs> one, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so it's got to be it's got to be my Motu, He-Man and Thundercats action yeah. figures. Yeah. And same Who thing. Was? You know what, when I look at them, they've got their dings and you know, some's missing their weapons or mm. whatever accessories came with them. But... It, it is just really that joy of remembering how fucking awesome they oh, were yeah. to play with and then experiencing it on TV in front of you yeah. and then having it in your hand while you're watching it on TV yeah. and then, you know, the next Christmas you get the, the next big one which is Trapdoor or Manor Faces yeah. or whatever. Oh, absolutely. And it, was, yeah. it was amazing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've seen my cabinet home that hunt, since, yeah. since it's got a, a bit of Motu stuff in yeah. there. Yeah, and, and, and that's it, man. And I think I think that hunt for, the, for those was just as exciting as any comic I'm buying at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you didn't know which shop would stock what 
you to know, like, mm. you know, will you go to the same one and they've got fucking Orko again? Yeah, yeah. Like, she's the worst now, of right? the, the, the figurines. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you, when but you... yeah, for me, for me, it's that. And I know I'm not singling it down to a piece, mm. uh, but it's more of a collection of, of a sort. But yeah, I'd say Motu. Um, my brain does funny things with it because I look at my collection. And I realized that some of them have come with me since I was 10 or yeah, 11. Yeah. Okay. Some of them I've acquired since then, but I've replaced old ones. I'm like, did I own this all the time? Yeah. Did I get it again? So, um, and then I've also got a box with extras where I think I don't get it. Have, have you got Panthor? I've got Panthor, yeah. You've got Panthor. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, because yeah. there was a couple of those Motu figures that just like the comic yeah. book could suffer more. Yeah, yeah based on based on yeah, the, yeah, yeah. They had that filthy yeah, cover. Like yeah. was it Mossman and, yeah. and Panthor? Yeah. Both had that sort of like yeah. you know that electrically. Yeah, growing up, my dogs loved Mossman. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. So did Neville. He was teething. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that young? Uh, yeah, and exactly, man. And even the little mini comics that came with it. Yes, uh, yeah. I've got an old stash of them, and they're probably worth one buck each or five bucks each. I don't care. It's and you saw that giant omnibus that I got while in San Diego. Yes. Where I got like the omnibus where it was all of them yeah. in one big book. I want to know though, like touching on you collecting the 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 Motu uh, collectibles, loose or boxed? I've probably got I, I've got Comic Con stuff boxed, the exclusive ones yeah. that I haven't unpacked because I haven't bothered because it's not the real thing for me. No. For me, if it says nineteen ninety or nineteen eighty three or eighty four on the bottom of the foot. I'll unbox it. I don't give a shit. Okay. Well, they, they were like 12 back, weren't they? The original was yeah. 12, 12 back, Motu, He-Man. Yeah. We're talking thousands, yeah. I think, already yeah. now, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I just bought, I think I posted that on Grey Lines, I just bought the Trap trap Draw 2001 Anniversary Edition in the box and everything. I won't open that because I've got three Trap Draws from the 80s. Yeah. yeah. I'd say it looks pretty and it's, it's all, it's all it's, good. Because there's right? been a few reissues, hasn't there? Yeah. It's like, they obviously, they obviously capitalise on the nostalgia of it. Yeah. And, you know, us grown-ups now have money to spend and we're going to buy it. And this is the important point of difference between something I mentioned here is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because when that came out, I was in my teenage years Mm. and were fucking sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I wasn't playing anymore. So I had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but also they didn't last and they didn't have that essence of Saturday morning cartoons for me. I loved watching it. I enjoyed it and everything. but, but, But... my emotional attachment to the toys weren't there, so they disappeared. I don't own any of them. Are you the man you are today because of He Man's moral messages at the end of each of They have a dilemma. They were well, he, some sort of He Man Stan in South Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, and where I come from, the other thing where Saturday morning cartoons and before school cartoons on Cheese TV were. Mm. You know, the original Turtle series. That was TV for kids, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, we call it KTV. <laughs> yeah, so, kids TV. So we had that sort of thing where, yeah. so that grew up, even though technically it was coming out before I was even born. When you're a kid growing up, you don't know what reruns are. You don't no. know that it's not real. Like Hanna-Barbera was in my childhood. That came out like, you know, yeah. 40 plus years before I was even born sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. But when you grow up watching the Flintstones and, Snagglepuss and stuff like that. You go, oh, okay, but yeah. not knowing that Johnny Quest yeah. had came out a long time yeah. before any yeah. of it. Remember, so, yeah, you had all of that as a kid, and then you discovered, sort of, as a young adult, when Ren and Stimpy came out, and you realised how, yeah. how how this this medium could yeah. be perverted. Yeah. You know, Beavis and Butthead, Ren yeah. and Stimpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and even even I remember moving to Australia and that cow and chicken, cow and chicken yeah. on cow and chicken. MTV, <laughs> and I was like. Kids won't get this. Yeah, I was like twenty. You know? yeah. Like, huh? I do want to. Should I buy weed? <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, just going back to turtles versus he man. The very big difference for me there is my nostalgia is really very much placed in why I love it back from the eighties and nineties. Yes. Whereas turtles, somehow thirty years later, you love it a little bit more all the time because it keeps staying relevant. I was I was telling Lana about this. Like they've managed to be be able to speak to now with three different generations yeah because they relaunch and reimagine it on nickelodeon and yeah. and you know what young kids are watching it now and they look and feel a little bit different but it's still in essence the same core of characters mm. so when when kevin eastman announces he comes to melbourne it's it's fucking two you know people from 15 years old to 50 years old yeah. they're all gonna go there because yeah. they all fucking love it yeah and there's not many there's not many that have that, that, that span that because you think like whether it was Justice League when when you're a kid watching yeah, Justice yeah, League yeah. and stuff Super like Friends. that. Yep, Super yeah. Friends. That there's um 
Was it? That's what it was called, wasn't it? Super mm. Flash, wasn't it? With um, yeah, with the Thunder Blake. Twins. Yes, with Blake the monkey. Wonder Twins. Blake was the monkey, wasn't it? I don't, know. I don't yeah. know English. I just watched the pictures. Yeah, and then there's the other one. What was that one with Shmoo? That might have been. Uh, what were they called? Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, we're talking sidekicks. We're, but, we're getting off track. Uh, but um, yeah, when you think there's not a lot that 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 uh, you know work in that space now, because all of the new cartoons that kids are watching are really Weird it's stuff. it's, it's a lot more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's. I think, I think it is. Um, it's more diversified, yeah. but in the essence, because it's so diversified, you have ten kids watching eight different things, and mm-hmm. the longevity as a result compromised. True. You true. don't. You don't have like 20, mm-hmm. 10 kids yeah. sitting at school talking about mm-hmm. the same shit because that's what we did. We yeah. had one yeah. channel yeah. showing one set of yeah. cartoons, whether it's fucking Galaxy Rangers or mm-hmm. Smurfs or Gummy Bears or something. Everybody watched it. Yeah. Everybody knew it. But um, the interesting thing could could He Man exist today without having people talking about yeah. um, that's about right. body image problems and no, stuff like that? Like, right. Yes, you know, He Man and Masters of the Universe yeah, that, was his unrealistic body. <laughs> <laughs> it won't happen. It couldn't happen no. now. I think there'd be too much complaints about like objectifying. Yeah. Not even just women, but just in general. Like, because you know, they were all hot, weren't they? They're every all, single yeah. person in that was hot. Even Orko was <laughs> yeah. the one. Especially Orko. Something about that. I'm going on a little skirt of his <laughs> well, like, You know what? I can't go so past making ears. Face. I just know that I'd be motorbiking yeah. those ears somehow. <laughs> <laughs> they they did try and do like a terrible relaunch early 2000s where it was He-Man in space. Yeah, and they're all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, they lasted like five episodes. Yeah, and it was Motu twenty nine nine. No, no, there was. It was was it two hundred X or something uh, like that? That, that uh, second I, round of figures that I, came. I was just so insulted. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we do have other question, guys. Uh, I've yeah. got two here that I'll read out. Uh, the first one is from JC James, which is Hey guys, might be, mainly should be uh, due to being a child raised on reruns in the 80s, Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon. So, yeah, who would you guys want to see rebooted? They don't half-ass it. You know, they go and go nuts, Mega Dollars marketing. And I guess, you know, maybe it's comic-based, maybe it's uh, movie-based. Let's, for the the sake of this question, let's say just everything. It covers all Uh media. Look, for... for, for, uh... Listeners from my generation, I'm going to say Bitty Bitty Oh, which yeah. was for Buck Rogers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that show. Twiggy, Fucking man. amazing. Twiggy. Yeah, the funny thing was that Twiggy's haircut was, was a direct copy <laughs> of like the kid from um, Different Strokes. You know they all, that, that, all those kids had, had haircuts yeah, kind of like semi dollish Well, yeah, yeah or like the bell head of a penis, yeah. really. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know if they cut the hair on a ramen bowl or It's like... not two words on here in the same sentence. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You could have said, like, uh, the kids from uh, The Omen. Also, <laughs> yeah. you know? But let's use a penis. <laughs> or, or, or Bob uh, Irwin from, uh, from No, from five let's years not. Ago. Let's uh, not say. Uh, <laughs> I guess I would go Steve with... Steve Irwin right now. <laughs> <laughs> His skeleton looks like the bald head of a penis. Um, so does the barb that got him. Um, yeah. Oh, look, I'm, I'm definitely... I'm pro-Buck Rogers. Um, and... Flash Gordon, man. The, even no, the, get even your the... get your new get your own characters, all right. JC's oh, characters have fun. said that. Your own. Yeah. I'm gonna go with HR Puff and stuff. You gave oh. me you gave me no <laughs> <good> time <laughs> on this question. You already read that. Um, so Buck Rogers. Fuck. What am I gonna say? Because I, I I just instantly thought back of the Queen soundtrack in Flash Gordon movie. Oh yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's I mean that was JC's answers. He reckons. Yeah. But, Buck but do you know what? Flash I think Gordon. Dynamite tried both of those. Um, they uh, license them because it's licensed material. And, did you say and, Dark, no, Dark Knight? You meant Dark Horse? Dynamite. Oh, Dynamite. Dynamite. Ah, Dynamite. the Africa. It's my, uh, no, it's probably my, my block nose in it more than anything. Big Night followed by Hay Fever. Um, yeah, Dynamite had license on both. And I actually bought some of them, man. Uh, they, they were good. I I can't think of anything cooler than that, though. It's like, I'm not going to say Zorro. What am I going to say? Uh, yeah. Like, like, oh, look, it is hard. It is hard. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, yeah. yeah. I can tell you, I can tell you, like DC and Marvel characters, where I think they could carry a bit more weight. Yeah. But yeah, no. What about you, Ben? Um, I like to see them reboot Star Wars because they haven't done much since. (laughs) 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 We've done everything that happened. (laughs) I'm still being late from 1977. (laughs) (laughs) 
this be really quiet. They must be up to something. I mean, they must have lost all their money on the Christmas festivals. They can't afford to do anything else. Um, <laughs> we do have another question that has to be asked in this episode, uh, and this comes from uh, Alana, and it is for Neville. <laughs> uh, the, the question is, when do I get my dining table back? <laughs> All the best, Alana. <laughs> sent from my iPhone. Alana, never. Yeah. This is this is now the podcast table. And if, <laughs> you, if you want to have dinner, you can eat in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> While you cook it. Yeah. <laughs> what dining oh. table? Moon <laughs> <laughs> making more content that has to be edited. Kissing baby on the lips. Uh, kissing baby on uh, the lips. Kissing yeah, baby. I, on do, the I remember. I remember Alana saying she wasn't going to listen. So, if she does it, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, thanks, man. Thanks for the questions. Uh, yeah, I think the collectible one is a tough one. But at the same time, if I look at the amount of stuff people post on the Greylanders page, man, the watches, arcade games, you, you see such diversity in what people give a shit about and spend money on. And you're like, I, I could do more. What, <laughs> what is it? I think it's the, the, same, the same thing. Yeah, we must all be of the same milk in that, 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 that the same way that comics uh, appeal to us and yeah. everything else appeals to us. Yeah. It's hard to to be like, you know, stay focused on one single thing. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So many yeah, other yeah, shiny yeah. things around you. You've got but to, you get burnt out. You have yeah. to get burnt Remember out. Remember those, those monkeys that you pick up and you kill the monkeys? Yeah, 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 barrel, barrel, barrel monkeys. monkeys. Yeah, there you go. See, this is what you learned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're the crust in my tree. <laughs> Like, that is exactly how I see this. I mean, fuck, I'm buying skateboards with images of Star Wars, of which I have comics and collectibles. And, you know what? I'm not a Star Wars fan. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Star Wars fan. I watch it. I'm like, oh, it's good. Yeah. But I'm not the biggest fan, although I own skateboards and toys and collectibles and shit with it all over me because you get sold, you get sold into the collectability of stuff because, yeah. you know, I like the skateboard part of it. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. So why not a skateboard with something I identify with? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Now I've um, like I said, I've, I've got a room full of stuff myself, uh, and I'm unlike you. You're you're at liberty for it to spread throughout the house. Mine's all crammed and concentrated into a yeah. study. It's room. like an episode of Hoarders. <laughs> He's gonna one day get to die yeah. buried. But in the rest of his house is fine though. Yeah. Oh, you talk about me. Both you probably just end up. No, in no, no this, uh, Neville, Neville's collection is, is very organised compared to what you see. I would say it's organised. They just. It's Have you gone into part. his comic room? Yeah. I've no fucking idea what I was going to go into. Yeah, yeah. Like my, like I've been looking for because we're on the Grandlands page. We have a whatever Wednesday page, where whatever Wednesday posting, where you just post shit that's that collectible or not correlated mm. or just for fun. And I've got eight mil Star Wars reels from really? the seventies, and I can't find. I know it's somewhere. Mm. It's probably under a pot plant or or under a line of pillows or something, but I don't know where the fuck it is. Maybe she flipped it and bought a Jar Jar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please. You, that's friends for divorce, that is. Jar Jar's in, in here with us. I can sense it. Means I gotta leave you. There's big posters. No, I don't know anything about Jar Jar because nothing happened in the car like maybe it's after the late 80s. Which is just a horrible nightmare. No, that's cool, man. And and um, I, I just think, you know, collectability of anything and if, if you if you can board enough of it, why not? I do have a really cool uh, Standor figure. Uh, the the Motu did the uh, Stanley yeah. action figure. So when he kicked the bucket, I'm like, now's the time Stand to or. bring all this stuff out. Is that Sandy Skeletor? No, no, Standor. And it's a new character, like yeah, 100% yeah. just made for him. And I think they might have done a couple of other <coughs> like well-known figures and done made them into figures of their own and it came with like the the standard, you know, the white box where it says, you know, it's got the logo yeah, yeah, yeah. and who it is. You open it up and there's the figure. And it's an alright, you know, an alright figure. I got it before, I guess, other people realised that he died, so I got it on the cheap. Probably. What, <coughs> two minutes? Because yeah. my, my entire Facebook page and the internet came to a standstill when he You died. know what? I'm still waiting for, like, Jack Kirby to say something. The reason that he hasn't turned around and, you know, bid farewell to Stan is just. <laughs> <laughs> he's very selfish though, Jack. Like Steve Ditko didn't say anything I don't understand it he treated these guys so well <laughs> yeah, yeah there's a couple of things yeah. you know. they probably slow clapped him into heaven 
my, my sister got a cool a cool Motu variant. Um, Mike's choking again. We're gonna have to take that off you, aren't we? Um, yeah, she got. Uh, I, I loved it. It was um, uh, like a spin-off from original Motu. Yeah, yeah. I think they did. They did the, the, the classic collection. Yeah. Which was molar attorney and dentist. Yeah, had a little. Yeah, little guy as a dentist. It's sort of very um. Oh, who are the guys that, that animate the uh, the robot chicken? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Very robot chicken. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. I've got this. Re- I've scored this thing. You know, when you occasionally get a big score. Yeah. Uh, I did a lot of horse trading with uh, um, arcade parts. Ended up with a Swan Trooper outfit. Did I talk about this last week? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you were here last week. Yeah. yeah <laughs> apparently, there's a, there's we do this weekly, but release yeah. like every three weeks. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> my garage is talking. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? We didn't, we didn't broadcast our chat in the year last week. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a um, uh, yeah, uh, red versus blue. The, the yeah, yeah, guys. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this um, through a bunch of horse trading got uh, a, um, uh, a wearable costume that Rooster Teeth did for one of their conventions. Yeah, okay. Um, and my son was after it because he's a massive Halo fan, um, and he wore it to uh, to Pax. And recently just acquired the blue one, which will need restoration. So, um, yeah, then they have red and blue, which my wife You're going to wear it to over. Unfortunately, 110 kilos, I don't uh, fit in. You've got four months. What's it, 10th of March? (laughs) To start doing salt baths. (laughs) (laughs) Jogging around my block in a sweatsuit. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about losing weight, I've just noticed that Neville podcasts bare feet. He's got his globes. I had foot sweats, okay? <laughs> you were totally a drummer at some point, weren't you? Right. <laughs> I've got a camera on my feet going right now. <laughs> That's where my GoPro is all the time. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Yeah, so I guess yeah, moving right. away from collectibles because action figures are just dolls. Yeah, they are. <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah. Boy dolls. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your action man, Ken. Yeah. yeah. The one thing you can say that crosses all the, the genres or the, the different styles of this stuff is porn would you agree with it if it if it if it says not collectible not wrong if it says collectible it's not it's not no. yes. <laughs> if they actually print collectible on the box it's not yeah yeah, yeah. and mm. and all respect to people who fall for it mm. or enjoy it mm. but but if you consciously market something as being collectible for the sake of a purchase mm. and mass produce it mm. and somebody actually buys it they deserve to be ripped off. We're yeah. looking or at your early image. Yeah. 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 It, you know what? It's exactly the thing, man. Um, but I think so. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll probably talk about that in the future mm-hmm. episodes. And, and, and w- there's, a, there's a, a rarity within the comic industry that's created by ratio covers, for instance, mm-hmm. like, where a $2 comic with $2 content becomes a $50 comic because there's only one in 50. Mm-hmm. Now they do this every month with every comic release. DC releases thirty-two or fifty, Marvel releases fifty or sixty, mm-hmm. and for every of those comics they release, there's a ten ratio and a twenty ratio and a hundred ratio. So people buy the hundred ratio because it's awesome, it's pretty good, anything. Mm-hmm. But it's five ten drops, yeah. Drops, right, and, um, then- and it's it's. Yeah, so the ratios are pretty much fucked because it creates a false commodity of. Mm-hmm. Things that are rare for the sake of buying it, but the people who lose most is probably the comic shops because they got to try and hit that scale. Mm-hmm. They got to hit a fifty or a hundred one in ratio because then they get that one book that could sell for a hundred bucks versus the seven or mm-hmm. the four of the regular ones. Yeah, that um, happened with uh, Marvel Comics one thousand. So I was chasing a, I think it was Jen Vaughan did a cover. I think the ratio off the top of my head was either like 1 in 50. I think it was like 1 in 50. It might have even been like 1 in 30 or something. But obviously, while for people who don't know, it means that you've got to order 50 of that book to, to get, get one. one of them. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, that that's pretty pricey, even on a retailer level. Uh, so I contacted my local store and I was just like, look, this cover looks amazing. I want one. They go, look, we do have one. I was like, yeah. They go, but it's hundred dollars, yeah. and as soon as a cover like that, and it's literally just a cover that's different, and it's the modern. Too I'm going, no, nah, I don't care how nice a cover is. 
if it's I think that you get anomalies, right? You get ones where the cover actually matters because of the first appearance, the, 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 the ratio cover or the second print cover yeah. or something is the first appearance of a character that becomes significant. Miss yeah. um, Marvel comes to mind, right? The, the Miss Marvel variant cover is a thousand bucks. Um, you, you, you get this, but at the same time, you got to dig through that, that prospecting we spoke about last mm-hmm. time. You got to dig through the shit where nothing happens and you're still paying fifteen dollars for the comic yeah. because the cover is great mm-hmm. and people like it for the cover. That's great. I mean, fuck. I mean, we can't all collect the same thing. If you want to pay fifteen bucks for it, knowing that it's going to be fifteen bucks for the next twenty years, yeah, power to you. If that, but don't don't think you're going to buy buy fifteen dollar or a twenty dollar comic so you can flip it for thirty next year yeah. because that is the problem. <coughs> Because for every 99 that shit, there might be one good. Yeah. And you buy 99 shit ones to try and hit that good one. I think I posted mine today. Uh, first appearance of um, Miles Morales, right? Yeah. Uh, he, the cover was 1 in 25. Mm. And it became the next Spider-Man for the Spider-Verse. And it's a $600 comic. But how do you... How do you uh, I guess I'm not planned for it. No, no, no. I was going to say, how do you predict that? I mean, there's no predicting no, trends no, and stuff no. like that. It's like it, it, pretty in terms that I really understand. Like I love Supra. I've got a, I've got a, um, a '96 SLR Supra just because I like making money on cars. That's mm. the thing. You try and find a car that will go up in value, and I've done. I'm so glad you admitted that the Supra is your car because I didn't know until you said that. Yes, it is. I'll right, 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 shoe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's car. your car. Okay, it's my car. So supported by a big community of people that are similarly minded. The, the, the grail for those cars is like uh, a solar yellow. It's like banana yellow. Yeah. It's a fucking ugly colour, but people are cream their pants over it. You know, whereas mine is 199 silver. Everyone, it's like the bob colour. Yeah. But in its day, it was the most popular colour. It's the colour that everyone chose yeah. from the, uh, because from the dealership. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Whereas the, this fuck ugly yellow Supra, no one wanted, so that they may bugger all of them. Now that is the most collectible one, probably because they're. It's yeah. like Prince Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wanted fucking E-Man in the white outfit with no. a velvet overcoat. No, yeah. I've got him because <laughs> I got him for Christmas. Yeah. Like Jesus, mother! I felt like confident. I'm, I'm yeah, like, I thought I explained myself. <laughs> Next time you're gonna fuck me, put a lube on my hand. <laughs> when he bakes on the iPad and shit. Uh, but 100% that it's hard to 100% know what's going to be what and what's you know, oh, going to be big. Did, it's speculation, I mean, got, right? 100% speculation. speculation. You've got Rob, Robert Kirkman that goes and does Walking Dead number one that goes what, roughly between seven and ten grand generally like sells for. Oh, 9.8, it's fine. Yeah. It's, so no, it goes, it, right, it's dropped. And it's dropping. It's but maybe 2,000 comments. If, if you go and turn around and say, oh, well, Outcast never hit that number. Like never even got close to but, hitting those. Yeah, and because like everybody Libyans. follows and buys the shit he does now. So, so, so he went from being a, a creator who created a new title that sold five thousand and mm. turned into uh, yeah the two thousand dollar comics to now everybody buys Outcast because they spec it because Outcast by the time the first issue came out it was already picked up for a TV show. Yeah. So people were buying first, second prints. They're buying variants, San Diego comics. I've got fucking all of them. Yeah, but and it comes back to that. Bucks, right? it, it's almost like though when they do that, it's it's almost like it's got collectible pins on the front of it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's just an invisible ink. Yes, invisible ink. Yeah. Whereas because the, the speculators stuff, are just yeah. fucking all over it. it, it and it's just about it's about really what drives this is scarcity. Yeah. Really, isn't it? Yeah. But but they call it pump and dump, right? Yeah. Comic shops in the US generally when people spec on books because they they get the pre-orders mm. they know what people think when people think it yeah. so they'll buy 30 or 40 or 50 extra mm. fast track it through grading mm. and then four weeks later have 9.8 graded first appearances of characters that might be relevant in six months yeah. now and they, they come out and people snap it up because they're so hot mm. but then they drop they yeah. fucking drop through the floor like Naomi this year yeah like Naomi was a two hundred dollar comic for issue one by issue by the time issue five came out, now you can do it for twenty five. Yeah. yeah. And everybody's like, it's a big next big thing. It's Brian Michael Bendis, blah 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 blah. As soon as you figure out where she fits in, you're like, no, nah, it's not that relevant. I and don't care. I mean, look, you've even got like, for instance, let's going back to Kirkman, as he goes and releases that comic, Die Die Die. The first issue has multiple covers where 
the artwork is exactly the same. With different speech but bubbles. the different speech bubbles say different things. And people, ah. they go, oh, we hope that people just grab it and grab it and grab it and grab all these things. Firstly, I don't actually think out in the wild at a convention, anything like that, I don't think I've ever heard anyone even mention Die, Die, Die. And you've got Kerfman on it. And you've got uh, Chris Burnham yeah, yeah, doing Burnham, artwork Burnham for it. So they, these two people that do massive stuff and are like almost superstars in their yeah. own way. Shout yeah. out to my homies from 10 Tons Studios. Chris comes from there. We were, we were on an online forum together with Lighty Brown, Chris, Daz Lodi and those guys. Uh, we all cut our forum. teeth on weekly, weekly skate challenges. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're great guys. But I know what you mean, man. The comics were fuck all. Like, and in all honesty, varying or not, if you bought all, all know, 50 plus with, yeah, with, yeah. where it's lazily like marketed, like they go like, look, the artwork doesn't change. It's not. There's not even a color difference. There's none of that. It is literally different speech bubbles, and people are going nuts grabbing this up. Now you don't see. Uh, is the comic even still going? I don't know. Exactly. No <laughs> one knows. Like, it's yeah, just yeah, gone, disappeared. Yeah, yeah. And it's not that it but was you know what? a bad comic. Don't you think that's like that in any genre? If I yeah. fucking look at George Lucas or, oh, almost said Seinfeld, Spring, what's his name? The other, the other Spielberg. Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> Springfield. Springfield. <laughs> uh, they're all the same thing, man. You know yeah. what? They had two or three big hits and they ride on their popularity until people stop caring. You can't uh, say that. And then you become a producer. <laughs> when you uh, I'm, I'm not even saying it in a negative way I'm saying it in an objective way where I still go watch the movies I think 8 mil 8 mil 8, eight mil movie was fucking amazing super but 8 super 8 super 8 oh, yeah. oh, delete. note to self delete 8 mil yeah. super 8 was amazing yeah, but okay. there's 8 mil it wasn't as critically <laughs> super 8 which yeah. is what you're talking yeah, 8 about 8 millimeters the Nicholas Cage movie with Joaquin Phoenix yeah it's snuff films or something yeah. wasn't it snuff films yeah. that was like, amazing too it was about yeah. vomit on mum's spaghetti or something like that yeah. Yeah. hanging out yeah. an 8 mile yeah. and super 8 having right. a prank yeah. called yeah. bunny it was amazing it was filmed beautifully and everything but nobody gave a shit people forgot about it already and they were like but it had a lot of hype when it was coming out and the trailers they're going like but that's what hype does that's but, what hype does. And it just died. Whereas something that's similar, let's say Stranger Things, that goes on that nostalgia, somehow oh, becomes a massive... Yeah, yeah, but Stranger yeah. Things didn't play on the popularity of the producer or director. It went by no. the merits no, of the but outcome. It, yeah. But it also, it 100% hinged, it did it hinged everything on nostalgia. If, if no one had that inkling for bringing back from the 80s you know like for instance even music's doing it BMX's Walkman you know bringing this back where like you know you want to go and listen to like Synthwave and stuff like that like all these bands coming up I just go to Ben's up yes that's it if if that wasn't I guess what was in trend would it have still made a difference like but it's across everywhere like I, I was just browsing today and um uh, you know, I was a BMX kid. Do you guys have BMX? I love BMX. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I was looking at a, a Mongoose Super Goose. Yeah. Four and a half grand, man. Fuck me. Tell them they're dreaming. Yeah. Four and a half. I mean, there's a big difference. We'll, we'll talk about this for ages. Yeah, yeah. About what people ask for and what they actually get. Yeah. You know when you, yeah. you're saying, what's yeah, it worth? Yeah. And someone will jump yeah. online and go, look, this, someone's... This beer is a thousand dollars. Yeah, someone's got it on eBay for a thousand. Yeah, they've yeah. got it there, dude, but... They're not getting that, are they? You know, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. But but you know what? Every now and then, there's a drunk buyer like me going like, "Fuck it, I want it now." Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna wait. I'm not gonna bargain. I'm not gonna spend it. I have, I I have to admit, bed. my method with modern hyped comics is like, if they turn around, let's say like Naomi, anything like that, for better or worse, what happens is I'll grab multiples and straight away I've got it on eBay mm. for more than what it's worth. But I sell it. Now, I don't know if in two weeks' time that's going to double in price, triple in price, become a $1,000 comic, any of that sort of stuff. Or is it going to, you know, shit its pants and go down and no one gives a fuck about it, mm. you know? So what I do is I, I did it with Batman 77, the the death. Yeah. I won't say it just because people have read it, but... There's an issue where a prominent ca- oh, character got fuck it, we don't review comics. All right, sorry, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> but Alfred's dead. Yeah, Alfred. Oh, died. Bane snapped his neck. Yeah, uh, done. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Is that is that opening the door Mexican for Robo Mate. Albert Mexican to come Mate. back? Yeah, is, it yeah. Mex- is it still Mexican Mate who snapped his neck? Look, you know what? Did you see the video? It? It's Mexican Mate. I'm going to say Anyway. I thought, I thought they just found Alfred with a, with a uh, belt around his neck. <laughs> no, he's just had <laughs> door, door doing like... the David Carradine. <laughs> yeah. um, that's what we call him. <laughs> 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 In half a bad bad outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just the tights around his neck. But so like I picked this comic up and I, gra- I grabbed another variant that like people were going nuts about for it. Um, and I was just like, you know what? Firstly, when a character dies, they come back. They're never going to kill someone. And Especially not... when it's such a key character yeah. to the supporting So cast, I knew that, in all honesty, the comic's not going to matter. Mm. You know, six months, three months' time, no one gives a flying fuck. Mm. So what happened was I bought it, I kept a copy for myself just to say that I've got the issue, just in case it does, like, have a massive, like, influx and, like, it's worth $10,000 in 10 years' time, whatever. Like, I've got a copy, I'll put it aside. But all I did was I sold one copy... To cover every copy I bought for myself, like the the variants and everything like that, so I got my set for nothing, and it's paid for their set, loose. and I've yeah. got it back. So like, you know, I'm not making a massive amount. If I spent, but you've let's offset say, your cost. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I spent, let's say, twenty dollars for four comics. So like, I got two of the plain, two variants. I kept a set for myself, sold off a variants, and I got like sixty bucks for the set, yeah. sort of thing. So it's paid mine off. It's paid the ones that I sold, and I got a profit, and. I don't know, like, well, no one gives a shit about that issue now, so I've obviously done good, but at the same time, had I have sold yeah, it, it might, off... It might become relevant in 10 years, and you yeah. still have your copy. Yeah, and that's fine. the thing, so I'll always do yeah. that. If I'm going to flip, I'll, and it's a modern comic, yeah. I'll always get two. I'll yeah. always get two. Yeah. Uh, so or, talk, talk about flipping, I, I've got a pretty cool concept. So last, this year, last year, I'm already fucking last year, this year we did, had the Deadpool gradient. Did you see that post? I don't know if you're on the page, but then... But you, you, you would know, right? <laughs> Sorry, Beijing. So this is a comic thing where, where members of the of the group said what their top three books were that were going to try and hit by the end of the year. I saw it now. I've been, I, I've been I, I long enough. I failed that yeah, so right. bad. Yes, yes. So, so there's... I, I, think, I think we... Back, back at the start of the year, we were only about 200 people in the group. Yeah. And about 70 people said, yep, let's do this. And I'd say... Forty percent of them got three of the books. Yep. Seventy percent got two or at least one of the books, and probably hundred percent got at least one of them. Yep. I think there's one or two people who couldn't get any of the three, which is fine. You change change direction in your collecting or whatever, right? But but it's been a fun way to track and keep yourself motivated and be inspired by other people because you know you're top three and you know Mike's top three and I know my top three. And as you post, you're like, oh fuck, I gotta get mine too, and it it yeah. helped. It helped that motivation, and and also also I enjoyed seeing people say, "Hey man, I've got that book for you. Yeah, so I'm going to help you up." Yeah. Right? Um, and and I think that's been a really cool cool uh, little project for the year, and I'm not sure if I want to do it next year, but but I think next year my concept that I have that's going to coincide with the intent and the purpose of what I'm doing with the, with the podcast is the the Flip Kings concept, um, and I. I, I haven't told you guys much about it, but in, in the essence, it is basically you start with a comic worth $20 or less, you or, or for the purchase, not worth, purchase value of $20 or less, and you sell it, and you buy it, and you sell it, and you buy it, until December to see where you can go. Mm-hmm. Can we make and, it that you have to buy it in January? Like, it's not... Yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to use one that you've already yeah, got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't use my $5 Hulk 181 to say, there you go. Get fucked. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. So January one, new slate. You buy a comic under twenty dollars. Whether it's worth fifty, whether it's worth hundred, if it's under twenty dollars, you buy it. Yeah. And you keep a record and a track of buy sell buy yeah, sell. Yeah. Yeah. I can envision it in my fucking Excel spreadsheet world where you have buy value sell value with a little picture and stuff like that. Then people don't have to be that fucking anal. One mind. thing that we could but, end up doing, but, but just see where you get to because yeah. I think. I think a lot of people are doing it really well in the group. Yeah. There are there are a lot of guys there who enhance their own collections really well without spending bank, right? But at the same time, there are people who don't know that that's an option. They collect and they save and they collect more. Mm. I might sit this one out though. I probably start with the whole one eighty one and what will I end up with? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not the 1984 even... Phantom. With a <laughs> 
Yeah, look. The fact that it, should, it says collectible. It says collectible. I'm nothing against fans of disclaimer. What I have been liking is I'm trying to find the uh, the poster's name who put it up. Yeah. Uh, new guy in the group or relatively new. Yeah. Uh, Give us his own address while you. While I'm, you I'm trying to find, but he was talking about. Sorry, new guy. I'm <laughs> he was talking about that he had never got into comics. He knew he's like you know. Had oh, Stephen. Stephen. Feedy. <laughs> no, no, no. Stephen. Yeah. Stephen. So, he, he, he said he listened to the podcast and he bought a few comics. Yeah. So, yeah. but outside of that, like regardless of the podcast, like I'll apologize for that. Like, don't. Yeah. Do sorry that. about the podcast. Bad idea. Yeah. But uh, what I liked was that he said. That you pretty much can't win if you're collecting for what you like. Uh, you can't lose if you're collecting for what you like, which Correct. is hundred percent true. Yeah. And he already and, knew that part, right? And so I think that was the most clever thing that you can do. That you can do. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. I'll, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Uh, all right. So, but with him though, man, um, he obviously has a background in the genre, and he knows what he likes, and. He's done a little bit of research and he knows, it. no, fuck it, I'm going to buy this. Win or lose, I'm not going to, if I sell it, I sell it. If I don't sell it, I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, that should be the way that anything's collected though. Like, I think that you're always going to be at somewhat of a loss, at least somewhere down the track, if you collect. To With flip. the intent to flip. Yeah. No, I say long game, right? Then it goes back to the previous episode where I'm like, if you want to buy something now for some three years, fine. But if you want to sell it tomorrow because you want to make a quick buck, then you're probably. Well, yeah. you know, is it the best thing to do, though? Like, uh, if, if it was not about owning, enjoying, and all that type of stuff, you'd be playing with stocks, wouldn't you? It is playing with stocks. It is. It's yeah. theory, it right? is. It is. It's playing with stocks. The, the thing is, like, you like, benefit, if, you, if you, you, get, you get to enjoy stuff, don't yeah. you? you know? But in this sense, like, if the GPA ever comes to 200 and you get it for 200 you're not going to sell it tomorrow for 210 No. Right? But if the GPA is 200 and you get it for 60 of course, you can sell it for 200 and then buy something for... Oh, for sure, for sure. It's like when you have high turnover days on the ASX or something like that. You know, you yeah. go, yes, that's yeah. good because yeah. the, the share price is going well, but you're getting a whole bunch of new people getting a different sh- uh, you know, price point. Yeah. And they're yeah. going to hold it longer. Now, now, my point is that, that you know, if you're that pure about it's just about making money, yeah. there are probably better ways. Uh, oh, you uh, uh, Yeah. No, you that's what I'm saying. That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying, though. It's, yeah. it's also about this is enjoying a fun, it. It's a fun, good way. It's enjoying it. It's very yeah. safe. Yes. And you enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 You can get to hold it and read it and show it off on the page or yeah. on Instagram, whatever. Fucking amazing. Why not? Man? I what think I'm it? guilty of that, though. Like, there there are certain comics, uh, like that, uh, the controversial X Men Gold issue one. Yeah, yeah. Did you buy uh, 18? Yeah, I bought a lot. Like, I think I bought. Like, like, do you know six. why it was controversial, then? No, do you want to guess? Uh, Give us one guess. Why is it X Men number one controversial? Oh, it's, it's a reissue? No, 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 no it's, it's a, a new series. A new series. Came out like yeah. two. Whatever you say, we're just going to agree with you and move on. Oh, we're not going to tell you what it really is. Gold. No, I yeah, know. that was it. Because huh. they didn't do bronze or silver and huh. gold. Huh. That's yeah, what they first place only? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We don't have space for the river. Gold is. Yeah. In this day and age, everyone should just yeah. be given participation rubrics. I was going to say, what's the participation <laughs> in? Yeah. 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 The reprints are called the participation bits. <laughs> It's where they printed on newspaper stock. Yeah. <laughs> but we were, yeah. we were talking about this the other day, you know, um, of making money and stuff like that, about shares and high-end comics. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think it's a very fucking feasible idea to, to be able to say, hey, let's unify buying power to own a commodity that's then going to increase in value. And whether it's a comic or a car or anything, if you know the market well enough and you know the past 80 years have fucking proven that it's not going to go mm-hmm. down, and they're not making another first appearance of Superman or Spider-Man, yeah. then it's a safe bet. Yeah. And yeah. at the same time, you could say, hey, I own a piece of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In the same and, way that you know, and, no and one's painting new Picassos or new Rembrandts. And, no. and, and you know what? And I'd say for me, my long game personally as part of a collector is to be able to establish that to say, I'm going to have fun doing what I do. Yeah. And I'm going to enable other people to... You'll never work a day in your life. You'll never work a day in your life, but I'll be taking money and buying comics with it. <laughs> WNBC. <laughs> I, I think it's much like um, buying a car to restore it just to flip it. You know, with yeah. with anything like obviously bad metaphor though because um, yeah, so you're putting fifty k to sell for ten. No, 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 no,
For instance, like if you have you owned an old car, <laughs> a Cortina, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I wasn't yeah. going to restore it. I think restoring my driveway has been more costly than restoring the car. Yeah, <laughs> from the oil stains. Stop putting that Jeep out there, seriously. But no, like for instance, if I buy a comic that is a key and I get it cheap, like uh, Edge of Spider Man issue two, uh, yeah, Edge of Spider Man issue two, yeah. uh, first appearance of uh, Spider Gwen. If uh, Mike's voice becomes more high pitched, I'm just prepping his uh, dessert for the episode. Uh, you know, oh, you... oh no, that's way too much, man. No, no, wait, you'll <laughs> see. I feel for this, is game plan. this is game plan. This is game plan. No, this is a game plan. That was meant to be. Oh, that was meant to be my backup. Like you know, like <laughs> suck it up, like so cool you off can, my mouth. So you can eat. Oh, you can eat this one. You can oh, eat that no one, oh. and don't eat that one. Yeah, uh, don't eat that one. No, I'll Me and Ben will share the second. No, no, no. I mean that one, but. With with no. um, Edge of Spider Verse, big thank you to everyone. Mike's gonna die. Yeah, but with Edge of Spider Verse issue two, I got it ridiculously cheap, even after the movie came out or just before it came out. Yeah. People knew that. I remember you were yeah. telling me on on. Uh, I got it like ridiculous. I don't know if the person just didn't know what they had, or that was no at the was peak looking. of the movie too, where yeah. everybody was looking yeah. for it. Yeah. So it already made sense for me to get it graded and slabbed because yeah. the money that that would have like cost me to do. One adds value to the comic having it graded and slab, but two, just having that the the grading process and buying the comic was cheaper than buying the comic raw ungraded if it was someone that knew what they were selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was sort of like, well, why wouldn't I do that? So now when I sell it, instead of selling it for you know X hundred dollars, it's worth more because it comes with a grade as well. And yeah, well, what's the grade? But, but it's the assurance around nine point six. Yeah. You know what? You get your money back for grading. We'll, we'll, yeah. We're right. Up, we're probably out of time, so we can talk about that. But fucking spending fifty bucks to grade a book that's worth five hundred, oh, so that a buyer, no, right. so yeah. that a buyer has got assurance in knowing that the pages are intact, the staples, are, yeah. all that type of shit. I would buy that with my eyes closed with that grade compared to yes. buying a raw copy where you have to speculate whether the guy masturbated on it. Yeah. As, as soon as someone, I'm not assuming all readers are guys. No. Nah. But as soon as someone on eBay or whatever says, I'm not a grader, buy it. Yeah. You never buy it because 100% <laughs> it's missing pages, it's got stamp coupons cut out, all yeah. that sort of shit. Yeah. It probably isn't even the comic that you're buying. Yeah. Um, there's that one guy in like WA that sells shit before he even has it. Yeah. I don't know his yeah. name. But uh, anyway. oh, I know his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we go back to the start of the conversation where you say, if people don't hate you, you haven't made it. Yeah. He, he fucking hates me because hate I called him up. Anyway. So we're going to start wrapping this up because we're at 50, 56 minutes and uh, Mike's got a special and special event happening. And we've got to get to Bartronica. We've got to get to Bartronica. People are drinking with artists. Uh, before that happens, we've got to mention two things. We've got a few guests lined up on, on, from issue, oh, from issues, from episode three onwards. <laughs> issue three onwards. <laughs> issue three onwards. Um, we can announce that uh, Sean Isaacson, who's an artist for Marvel, Marvel and DC, is going to be on one of our next episodes, probably start of January. And we've got Mike Crone from uh, Melbourne being on one of the episodes in January too. There's going to be a very, very special guest coming up. I uh, don't want to announce it yet, but if you know the intro to Storage Wars, <laughs> you'll, yep. Know, yep, you'll know who we're talking about. Because uh, yep. he's a comic collector on the series and he's pretty keen to join us. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Um, so Mike is about to consume in, um, you know, in tribute to the fact that we hit our, we, we exceeded. Exceeded, yeah, yeah. exceeded and, and where, uh, where I go for a day job, we call these uh, it's accelerated targets. Excellent. Yeah, well, yeah, happy yeah, accelerated yeah. target, Mike. We, we didn't just hit our target, we overachieved yes. our target. So... We, you know, we're so poorly organised that we didn't get a ghost pepper. However, um, I got I got forty ghost peppers in a bottle. Forty <laughs> pureed ghost peppers in a bottle. That um, that I accidentally wiped in my eye earlier and had the price for. Um, Is it recording? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, well, I think we should have some sort of. Emergency management. Plan. No, no, no. I wish we just go. No, what I'm going to do is take his beer as soon as he takes the bite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. really going to go for the thick one. Yeah, know? I am. I am. He's I'm going not going to half ass so, that. So, yeah, yeah. Know, just like, show the camera. Yeah. I'll, how I'll, many I'll, drops I'll, was this meant to have on it? One drop. So, scan, how many drops do you think that has on it? Show the camera. It says uh, warning. Well, there it is. Warning one drop per meal. 
And there's a teaspoon. <laughs> That's a big fucking drop. And we want to invite him to uh, tell us more about Silver Surfer Black. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> Number not one. That, but my, my backup bit of garlic bread that I was going to use to just sort of like soothe my mouth, he goes and dabs on it. So it's got uh, ghost pepper. And then you've got beer that just activates it because it's water-based. So I'm fucked anyway. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, what we're going to do here, well, what I'm going to do here yeah. is... I'll stop playing the intro. Okay, go. So, I guess what I'm going to happen here is I'm going to eat this and then I'm going to talk about Silver Surfer Black. I'm guessing you're not, but anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, don't tell us about issue one. Tell us about the whole story and how it ends on Bell's Beach. <laughs> alright. It actually smells alright. I'll, I'll say that much. It smells alright. This is quiet. It's Jesus quiet. is going on quick. <laughs> He's like, fuck it, I'm not wasting time. <laughs> Come on, tell us about Ghost. <laughs> Silver Surfer Black. Well, Silver Surfer Black. Realization. It's about a surfer that isn't flat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Silver Surfer Black <laughs> is uh, written by <laughs> Donny Cake. Um. <laughs> 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 That's his legal name. Look it up. He's called Don Utah. I can fucking feel it in my ears already. Um, it's illustrated by Fred Moore. Uh, what other work does Fred do? He did uh, Luther Strode with Justin Jordan. But anyway, let's get back to the story. I digress. Um, oh, God. So Norrin Rad uh, has finally been taken away the cl- clutches of um, Dan Slot and Michael Red. <laughs> I want to be. <laughs> and I'm about to get the hiccups. <laughs> or vomit. <laughs> I might be crying. Anyway, so. My lips feel like they have Botox. <laughs> oh my god. So. <laughs> Don't touch your eyes. <laughs> Oops. Here's my penis. <laughs> oh my nose. <laughs> um, Donny Cates and Trad Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they in my cup. <laughs> um. <laughs> Wrap it up, what's the matter with you? It's more psychedelic than what Mike or Red can do. Uh, and it's about him becoming black. Um, I think it's because of, like Donny Cates made a character in like Venom and this character comes back and he's black. <laughs> is, is he um is he Venom or is he a symbiote? The, the god and then he meets Johnny Utah <laughs> while he's on a mission and he's sort of like um, I gotta w- ride this big wave in like Honolulu <laughs> but for some reason the FBI is about him like I think just let him hang 10 but um it ends up with the episode uh, the issue ending with um, them letting him ride a big wave <laughs> No, that's the series. Don't give away oh, the ending. Sorry. <laughs> and if, at the first issue, they uh, end in the bank robbery. <laughs> yeah, so they end with like the bank robbery. Oh, <laughs> well done, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, we'll leave it there. <laughs> I think I'm crying more than I anything. feel like I'm being pepper sprayed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what'd you do? All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Mike, fucking pull yourself together. Oh, uh, sorry, this guys. This is a podcast. Softball. <laughs> Jesus. A spoonful of concrete, dude. All right. Harden the fuck uh, up. <laughs> I think... Uh, I had a spoonful of something. It wasn't fucking concrete. Uh, my eyes are burning just holding the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> my ears! Um, <laughs> <laughs> All 
Alright, let's oh. wrap it up so Mike can go puke. Why are my ears sweating? <laughs> uh, oh. So, next episode, we're going to recap cool books from this year. Uh, we're going to talk about things that worked, what didn't work, uh, anything new, movie related, where the hype is, what's gone up in value, and probably what to look out for in the next year. I think we're finally at the point now where we can look at hey, is there or are there books that people can you know try and buy snap up or look out for on their casual habits of buying buying comics in the next 12 months um and they will co they'll, they'll work into the flip kings thing so uh yeah thanks thanks for listening uh yeah thanks <laughs> Mike, for listening Mike's very <laughs> thankful <laughs> ben anything from you no anything thanks else? again for listening what, what, so what are you doing fun. episode three i have no idea no, no, i'll just you're not a ghost paper guy no i definitely yeah. am not <laughs> foolish enough to make any um, yeah wild wild boasts about being you're gonna prank call our local and order food yes absolutely no 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 but it's been fun i mean i i come into this with uh, very little expectations but no no it's been really yeah. good fun i'm i'm, <coughs> I'm enjoying this yeah my my dad <laughs> We're trying to talk. <laughs> Sign out for us, Mike, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> this is the dulcet sounds of Mike Speedman. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Rattle's Podcast. <laughs> Grail Hunter's Podcast. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, yep. Uh, don't subscribe anymore. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> from my end, if, uh, if we need 60 subscribers, we'll find something for Mike to eat. Oh, uh, Certainly not me to eat. What you know? Like, just take a limb and eat it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I feel about shoving things up your anus. I, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't if, have to be. If we get, if we hit like a hundred subscribers, can he man up the ass. Three of us. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting he man up the ass. Someone just make a suggestion of like shelving a ghost pepper. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your there's your goal, Mike. Nah, right, nah. we're off. We're off. Oh, wrong hole. Wrong hole. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Before you press stop, if you made it this far into the episode, we'd really appreciate your feedback. Whether it's on Spotify, Podbean, or Apple, iTunes, Spotify, whatever they fucking call it, just hit subscribe, like, and share, and give us any feedback you want. We'll really, really appreciate it. We're here to entertain, but we're also here to learn, and we can only learn if we listen to you. Thanks a lot.